Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. There are a lot of initiatives to make a difference in kids' lives, and some of those are well-meaning and, and some are probably quite effective. But honest, it seems like a lot of what we need are just good dads who are involved. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who heads up the Parenting and Youth Department here at Focus on the Family. And uh, Focus President Jim Daly and I talked recently with Joe Battaglia and Joe Pellegrino, who encouraged men to boldly step up and fulfill their God-given role in the family. People have to understand, particularly men, that brokenness is de rigueur for the Christian life. Hmm. That Jesus does not accept us because we're right and perfect. The foot of the cross is the greatest level playing field of all time. And everybody has to come there. And when you can come there and see someone dying for you, then that makes a whole lot of more sense of, I am not perfect. No one's expecting me to be, but I can learn to be someone better. Yeah. Uh, Men's Discipleship Network did a survey. It said 90% of Christian men surveyed say they do not believe in the totality of the Bible. Why? Because they're not being trained in the totality of the Bible, what it means, how everything connects. And then it goes on to say seven out of eight Christian men said they feel inadequate to share their faith. 90% of over 500 men surveyed that claimed to be born again said the number one reason for disconnect with God was due to an undisciplined, lustful, and fantasizing thought life. This is where men do not feel like they can be the man God created them to be. They believe there's a blockade, a, a, a wall between them. And you know what? The answer is, yes, there is but we can break down that wall. Well, and it's so well said. And if you think of the garden, we're still there. Shame. Mm-hmm. We're feeling shame Amen. rather than freedom in mm-hmm. Christ. And you're hitting the very core of the nature of manhood. You talk about celebrities in the book. We haven't even touched on that. Oh, yeah. There's uh, a book, right? There's a book, yes. <laughs> you compiled these stories. Give us one or two examples. Why did you go with celebrities? What do they show that maybe normal folk like us don't possess? I mean, what? <laughs> well, the simple truth of that, uh, Jim, is that we went with celebrities because people are more apt to want to hear and read about somebody that they know. You know, a friend okay. of mine says familiarity. that there is familiarity, and that's important. And so uh, these are all people that are friends of mine that I know, and uh, we decided, I know well. some of them, too. Let me see. Which, I mean, come on. New Jersey and New York. Come go on. at it right here. Yeah, you may, know, on, you may know a couple of them. Um, <laughs> T-Work, come on, I, please. Saw, this is the Giants versus the Jets. <laughs> it is, but, you know, I, you're not a Jets fan. No, I'm not. No, I know that. Strike that, please. Strike that, yeah. And so, um, you know, the reality of having these people who we only know one-dimensionally, right? Mm-hmm. We only know them by how we see them on television, how we see them perform on the field, or so forth. Uh, And so the idea of getting people outside their milieu of how they're understood is a really good way of engaging people to read their stories. And so that's why we chose the celebrities. What's an example of one or two that really popped for you guys? My favorite is Corbin Burnson, L.A. Law. And uh, he talks about his father. He starts off by saying, this is not a man that should be in a book like this. But... What he taught us is that no matter how difficult or disconnected the father might be, 
there are always some great teaching words that can come from it. And that's what Corbin, he learned when his father would say, don't blame others for your failures. Mm -hmm. And that impacted him mightily because because of his father's struggles with uh, fidelity, his mother took to the bottle. And because of that, the mother was disconnected from him and he was upset with his mother and his father said this out of the blue and it just impacted him tremendously. And again, the power of words. And here's a man who has been very successful in life, but he recognized that there was a major nugget there. And I also love the fact that he was so honest about it. Mm. He spoke boldly about his father. He loved his father, but the reality was he wasn't a great dad. Mm. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. What sticks out for you? What story? Well, I like uh, Delilah's story. She is an incredible... Uh, that's the radio That's the radio host, yes. Yep. And uh, most people just know her as, you know, the subtle seven to midnight evening host. But she is an amazing believer mm. and a strong Christian. And what she has done to personally save orphans in a refugee camp in Ghana is a movie in and of itself. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. But with her dad, it was really grassroots. And he, she remembers him saying... Um, can't means you won't. Mm -hmm. That's what sticks out. Mm -hmm. And so the reality of hmm. don't tell me you can't because it's really about you won't. And the issue of men stepping forward to saying, well, I can't do that is really more about I won't do That's that. Right. And I think it's when we talk to men, the opportunity to say, oh, well, I can't do that because I'm busy. I'm playing golf or I'm you know, out with the boys or I can't because, you know. I'm just too busy at work or whatever. The reality is a priority will always take priority yeah. over everything. And so the obvious is really obvious here. And so to me, it always resonates when I say, well, I can't. That always comes back to me. Well, I, is it really I can't or is it because I won't? Right. What is the responsibility that God has called me to? Well, I think we're all feeling a bit of that guilt right now because Good. there's things <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have done last well, weekend, like take too much time on some of the chores rather than with the boys. How At the end here, how do we tie this in a bow for the guys that this is real life? This is what happens. I am working hard. I do travel a lot. I, I am distracted from my core mission of raising my sons or my daughters. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. I tell Grab you, me by the ears. What I would love to see is for people to recognize that the world is telling them what men are supposed to do. And when they do, they, they're, they're putting men down. They're holding them down. The reality is we would love to see a movement of people coming out and telling their story about the power of a man's words in their life. If we could start doing that, we could start really encouraging men to recognize and step up to, it's great to be a dad, it's great to be a man, but you know what? We need to encourage them. And your words, listeners, your words are the ones that are gonna make it happen. Encourage them, let them know that their words matter. Let them know that it makes a difference in this world because the greatest problem in the world today are men who have abdicated their role as leaders husbands and fathers and we need to step up to the plate let's do it well i so appreciate that kind of encouragement from our guests and uh, what an inspiring conversation the flip side though danny is some guys are just uh, they're tucking tail and running right now because there's failure written all over their fathering effort mm -hmm. um they yeah. they remember the time when or the missed opportunity or that they're in a hole they don't know how to dig out uh what do you say to them well, it's until now, right? Until today. Uh, maybe that's been the story, 
but the story's still written. Every day is a new day. We have a sunrise and a sunset, and children are waiting for that new sunrise Mm. many times of those dads that feel like they failed. And I would also venture to say that many times we we are harder on ourselves than reality, and kids are more resilient than we think many times. Mm -hmm. And uh, as dads, we can ask for forgiveness if we've truly not done what we feel we should have done as as dads, and that begins the repair process, and then you can engage. And we uh, and our parenting team have developed uh, a great fatherhood cornerstone piece for dads to be encouraged by and also to have some great tips and tools, and that's at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting. And this is a whole subsection of the Focus site dedicated to fathers. To fathers, yeah. right. We want to encourage them. And uh, I do want to say that dads uh, many times are competitive and I get get really drawn into work and competition at work or other places and want to want to receive that affirmation. And when you shift the mindset to wanting to win as dads, when I've seen dads shift their mindset that it's not about winning outside of the home, but inside the home, they see the importance and what they can bring and what they can offer simply by their presence, by their words, their time, having mealtime with their kids. It's not as difficult as many people think. You don't Mm -hmm. have to read tons of books. You just need to be reminded that it's a daily effort, a daily discipline that you're bringing in. I love this proverb. Proverbs 24, 6 says, For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. So surround yourself with men that can speak into your life and know that God gives you free refills to be able to pour into your family. Mm. Carve out time, even if it's a little at a time, and take the weekend with your kids Uh, Pay attention to them. One way to win today is by starting to listen carefully to your kids. Just sit down, listen, ask questions, take interest in them. That's a place to start. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. And I will second the motion that you don't have to be perfect. You are the dad, the best dad in the home. So step up and uh, give it a shot. If you try and if you show up and if you care, your kids are going to find a really good dad. And uh, they're going to thank you for that. Here at Focus, as Danny said, we have a parenting website. Uh, We're going to link over to that subsection, that whole fatherhood section. Uh, We're also going to link over to the book that our guests wrote called Fathers Say, which will encourage you and uh, be a shot in the arm for the days to come. Uh, That's written by Joe Battaglia and Joe Pellegrino. Uh, Make a donation, if you can, to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today, and we'll say uh, thank you by sending a copy of that book Uh, We want you to have it and to be encouraged by it, and we appreciate in advance your generosity. Details about the book, the parenting assessment that we have, and our whole fatherhood section on the web, all in the episode notes. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team here, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 